What's up, YouTubers? Welcome to tonight's show. A little championship weekend recap and getting ready for bowl season. I am Addison. I'm joined by my co-host, Baby Birch and Tiny Tom. And we, are, <laughs> we have a great show planned for y'all tonight. Thomas, um, kick us off. How was your weekend? Uh, weekend was great, man. I stayed in Dallas, um, watched some football, um, went to an Alabama bar to watch the Tide game with a, a you know, roommate. And just kind of you know, enjoy the weekend. Baby Birch, what about you? Y'all with the Baby <laughs> Birch nickname. Um, I'm trying to think last weekend. It's pretty chill. Um, went out in uh, Nashville and watched some football. So um, overall, good weekend. Um, but we'll get into how I actually felt about the weekend later. So, Patty, How was your weekend? Great weekend, you know, um, a lot of football, a lot of sports. Um, Heard you I got went, a girlfriend this weekend. I do have a girlfriend. <laughs> I just last the, we just got to let the podcast and YouTubers know. <laughs> I had one last weekend. Actually, I'm going to talk about that a little bit. And he's gone. I don't know when y'all want I'm sorry. I don't know when y'all want to do this, but I have some great content tonight that my mother has provided us with. I think everyone will get a laugh out of this. Um, if y'all want to go ahead and talk about your favorite stories from the week, we can do that or we can do it later. But I have some. Let's do it a little bit later, but I'm excited for it. Um, All right. What was your favorite favorite championship game? Uh, Bertie, you go first. Hey. Bertie. I'm back. Sorry, guys. But what was your favorite uh, championship game? Championship game, like conference championship this weekend. Yeah. Um, my favorite one, none. Uh, I guess um, Michigan killing Iowa. I didn't even watch it. I just um enjoyed that one. You, you might not enjoy that. Oregon, Oregon and Georgia both lost, so I'm sure that upset you very. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want me to get into Oregon? Are we going? Are we already going? Yeah. In? Yeah. Start with Oregon. Okay. Got a lot. Um, Oregon really let me down again. Um, Ten to thirty-eight, like against Utah. It was basically a carbon copy of uh, the game they had two weeks ago. Um, yeah. But Utah, with their first win for the road, I mean their first Rose Bowl game ever. So that's exciting for them um, in school history. So that was a pretty fun fact. But I will have to give a shout out on a sad note. Um, actually, Utah had two players pass away this year, uh, Ty Jordan and Aaron Lowe. And so they had like a moment of loudness, which I thought was really cool, where they had the whole entire uh, stadium, like the fans yeah. lit up with their phones and stuff like that. And I just, you know, I'm sure like Utah's had a rough um, – had a rough year with all of that and two players passing away. So um, just thought that was a cool, cool way to honor them. And, you know, now they're headed to the Rose Bowl and I'm sure, you know, you know, they're playing for them. So um, really excited for Utah and um, obviously sad about Oregon, but um, overall happy for Utah. Any thoughts from y'all? Um, I'm just glad you're still a fan because I mean, it, Sounds like a lot of people in the building are no longer uh, believing in the program and heading to Miami. So that's kind of sad, but hopefully Oregon hires the right guy. 
Um, I think Thomas, that was good. I like that, Thomas. I like that. And Thomas and I both said last week, um, you know, we've seen this movie before Mm -hmm. and it played out almost identical. Yeah. It was nice to see, it was nice to see Oregon improve from last time and score three more points than they did in the first game with Utah. Um, but it, it, the same exact movie, uh, Utah just dominated them. A uh, much better team, it seems, and they proved that. Beat them twice, and um, they're, yeah, they're going to the Rose Bowl for the very first time. I'm very excited for Oregon's bowl game. They're going to go to Texas and play Oklahoma. The um, game with no coaches. I think that's going to be a really fun matchup as well. Um, but yeah, Oregon just—I still can't believe they beat Ohio State. Now, I guess I don't know. No one knows. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get into it. Um, I can never pronounce this school, but I think it's Louisiana. Raging Cajuns, oh, maybe. First UL Lafayette versus Appalachian UL Lafayette. Yeah, that's wrong. Um, yeah. They're the Raging Cajuns. They are the Raging Cajuns. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. Um, Thomas, what are your thoughts on the game? Um, I was very surprised Appalachian State was a favorite here. We talked about this last week. It's Billy Napier's last game there. We thought that UL Lafayette was going to get up and easily cover that spread, and that's exactly what happened. I'm happy for him. Mm -hmm. I'm happy for that team, that program. Um, And we'll see what Billy Napier can do at Florida. I think he's a good coach. It looks like he's hiring a great staff. He pried away LSU's, like, head defensive back coach uh, to head over to Florida, which is a huge hire from a recruiting standpoint. Yeah, that's going to help with recruiting a lot down at Florida. They both want to try to be defensive bat university from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to help a lot with Florida and, and them kind of wanting to claim themselves as that, although um, it's been a while since they could say that. Uh, this game, I, I thought this is kind of how it was going to go. I, I thought yeah. Louisiana would win. They did. Um, Billy Napier last game won. I don't have much more to say about that. Um, I thought Vegas was wrong, and you and I were correct on that. What you think of the OK State-Baylor game? So I had a parlay on Saturday, okay. and um, every leg of the parlay hit except the first one. <laughs> um, in the parlay, I also bet Oklahoma State to cover, idiot. Um, but I had the money line in a parlay. And they were about an inch and a half away from winning. Mm-hmm. And I was highly, highly upset. It was very tell of two halves. Baylor dominated the first half of the game. Oklahoma State mm-hmm. dominated the second half. Um, Oklahoma State just didn't have enough offensive firepower to come back completely. The key of the game was turnovers. Even in the second half when Oklahoma State's offense has started to find its groove, they turned the ball over two other times. Mm-hmm. And Oklahoma State oh, – oh. Oklahoma State's running back needs to uh, get on the, the squat machine or do some calf raises or something. He had two chances to score. The first time when he tried to do the, the jump into the end zone over the top, weak jump. That shit was soft. He got like <laughs> he got like eight inches vertical, very soft, and then dive into the pylon, just couldn't get there, and he let the defensive player outrun him and take a better angle. 
So he needs to get on the squat rack. I'm worried about Oklahoma State strength and conditioning program. Hopefully they learn something from this game and they'll be ready next year. Um, other than that, that's all I have to say. Tron, what are your thoughts? Um, I didn't really have too many thoughts since I didn't um, watch the game. But that is my honest, my honest thoughts. So I hate to let you all down there. Hey, that's totally fine. Um, next game of the week was going to be Houston versus Cincinnati. Uh, Addison, you want to take us away on Cincy and Houston? I was very happy with Cincinnati. They made the playoff. They won this game. Dominated yeah. for the most part. I also have been on Cincinnati. Pat myself on the back there. Where's your hammer? Oh yeah. We had to we had to retire the hammer after we broke a uh, coaster last week. Um, retired. Instead, we have dessert tonight. Also, I'm not drinking. I don't have a drink. I went eat. to dinner with my mom. I had a couple yeah, of drinks. Uh, well, yeah, so there we go. So I'm, I'm having dessert dessert with my podcast tonight. <laughs> That's sweet. Yes. That is sweet. Uh, I, I don't have much to say about that game. Cincinnati dominated. They got into the playoff. Proud yeah, of them. Good for Cincinnati. Like, I mean, they, wow. They Who covered... would have thought? If you would have told me this time last year that Cincinnati would be in the playoffs, wow. I probably would have <laughs> believed you. <laughs> you probably would. <laughs> I'm, I'm just messing with you. Uh, but, Birchie, you, you know a lot about the Cincinnati-Houston game, but you know even more about the Alabama-Georgia game. So, kind of want to pick your brain on that. How are you feeling four days removed from the uh, anarchy that happened in Atlanta? Y'all, I am still sad. And this is coming from someone who grew up as an Alabama and a Georgia fan my whole entire life. Honestly, more of an Alabama fan than a Georgia fan, but – this was finally the year that I felt like Georgia had it. Um, they, every other year, it's always been like, we knew Alabama was the better team. And um, I honestly am still in shock. Like they scored the field goal at the very beginning to get those three points. And I was like, all right, like we're up. And then after that, I just feel like, they never came back. They just were always, I think their heads, me trying to pretend like I know anything about the team, but um, just kind of scared by Alabama's title and who they are and um, last time. And so honestly, my felt bad for my dad and my brothers were at the game. They were so pumped. And I mean, I think they're just kind of disappointed because um, this was, you know, and it's not over. We're still in the playoffs, which is great. Um, but I'm hoping it's a wake-up call for the team. Um, I'm still sad about it. I'm still shocked. Um, and I just, like, I couldn't even finish watching the game. I had to, like, look up updates on my phone. I left the party that I was at where we were all watching it, and I was with Alabama fans, and I, I honestly was like, I can't even – I can't do it anymore. Once, once they were, like, two touchdowns ahead, it just didn't feel like we were coming back, so – um, what are, what were y'all's thoughts? Were you shocked? Were you were like, I guess one last thing was based off how they played against Auburn. I just didn't think there was a way that they were going to beat Georgia and they did. And I think Nick Saban said it best. The media put out all that rat poison and it really fired in them up and they needed that because they haven't been in this position in a while. So um, he said it, it was yummy. Yeah, he did. <laughs> But uh, what were y'all's thoughts on the game? I was way wrong on this game. 
Um, way, way wrong. I've been super high on Georgia. I didn't think anyone was going to beat them. I thought they were going to complete the perfect season and it was going to be, you know, their year. Alabama kind of dominated this game after the first quarter. Yeah. They came ready to play, uh, had a bunch of big plays. Georgia, best defense in the country all year, giving up like seven points a game. 6.9. 6.9 points a game. Thank you. Getting me on nice. technical. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia's defense did not look good. They look out mad. They're not playing as good as they were. Sorry. I, I well, I was surprised at the line of scrimmage play. I thought Alabama's offensive line kind of struggled this year, and thought Georgia's defensive line and front seven was going to have their way with them. Not the case. Bryce Young had time to throw the ball. He completed a lot of passes accurately. And on won the Heisman Saturday night. He's probably the Heisman. Probably going to win the Heisman. Alabama gets into the playoff by winning. Kirby continues to be Nick Saban's son. There it is. Toddler. Baby. I don't think he's potty trained yet. Nick Saban just has him with a pacifier in his mouth, rocking him to bed. Yeah, yeah, we get it. We get it. So we, we talked a lot about this season of Georgia's offense wasn't anything special, but it didn't matter because their defense – would always rise to the occasion. We saw that all regular season, every single, all 12 games, right? Um, and this was the first game that they had where the offense that they were, you know, competing against Alabama got up quick and they never were able to recover. It's also incredibly hard when you have multiple turnovers in your own red zone. Um, yeah. Bama controlled this entire game. And ever since um, Williams had that little crossing route for the touchdown in the first quarter, it just seemed apparent that this was going to be the end of Georgia being the team to beat. Alabama woke up. That's not to say they're not going to wake up in the next two games they play. Georgia still has a very good shot to win this game. But at the end of the day, Alabama – or not Alabama, Nick Saban owns Kirby Smart, um, and that's just tried and true. Have you all seen that little Twitter thing with the picture of all the scores every time Bama and Georgia have played since – yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I've never. Uh, I almost cried. Not <laughs> like it's it's too much, but I just. So after the Alabama game, yet, so I mean, it's not, I, it's not over. It's not over. You you're gonna you have a shot at redemption. Well, now they have to play Michigan. Mich- Michigan's an all. Awesome. Michigan's good. Michigan's good, and if they're all, their offense plays to their capability, they played the past two weeks then maybe they have a chance to beat Georgia if they can get up because we've seen their offense can't really, you know, run a track meet, but we'll see. Georgia is going to have to play JT Daniels in yeah. the new in the uh, playoff game. Look, that, that guy, Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett, the fourth. Stetson Bennett, the fourth. He just going off his name alone. He doesn't, should not be on a football field. The guy, the kid should be lounging by the pool at the country club. I will say when Mechie got out of the game, I thought that that was going to give Georgia an advantage and they just didn't even seem phased. Um, but I just feel like Mechie's really good and it's like, Mechie's wow. very good. Yeah. So I was, you know, I was crazy. impressed by that for Alabama. Is it Jameson Williams? Is that his name? Wide receiver yeah. at Alabama? No. Transferred from Ohio State. And he's the best wide receiver Alabama has had this year. 
And he, he was a transfer. It's crazy. He was that close to being an Ole Miss student athlete. This close. Alabama called him at the last minute and offered him a scholarship. He was coming to Ole Miss. You hate to see it. I hate to see it. That happens. Matt Corral wins the Heisman. Ole Miss beats Georgia. We're in the playoff. Wow. Speaking I'm literally of kidding. <laughs> people in the playoff, Michigan um, versus Iowa. Yeah. Super so, impressive by them. Yeah. I, uh, I mentioned like earlier, you know, when we talked beginning, I went to an Alabama bar with one of my roommates. Later that night, I met one of my Michigan, uh, not my Michigan friends, one of my friends that I'm, you know, work with, who's a huge Iowa fan, alumni, big Iowa dude, right? So we go to this Iowa bar and um, around halfway through the first quarter, he uh, he's drinking a bush light and just goes straight to shots and just kind of cried himself to sleep because this was not a game just at all. Michigan dominated all lines of scrimmage. Iowa's offense was terrible. We knew that was going to happen, but Iowa's defense was horrible as well. So congratulations to Michigan. Their offense was ringing it, and their defense played incredible too. Addison? Yeah. Hail to the victors. Go Big Blue. Not anymore. Look, Birchie, baby Birch. I'm the only when the Michigan Wolverines beat Georgia, Stop. how upset will you be? I'll quit the podcast. <laughs> no. No, we need um, you. I mean, honestly, it won't probably hurt as bad as this past game. This one felt more personal. Well, maybe you'll get a rematch. That scares me even more. You think Cincinnati is going to beat Alabama? That's what I'm hoping for. Ah, well, you can dream. <laughs> hey, well, hey, this season well, has been crazy. So it, it has, we really it has, it has. We don't know. It's been crazy. We don't know, but I like. We Alabama. all thought Georgia was going to win that game before it started, and I took Alabama plus six and a half. Okay. But I thought Georgia well, was going to win. Just talk about how I feel. I will say this about Alabama: they've had their best two games against their best two opponents. Yeah. And against their best two opponents, they beat the hell out of them. When they, they wake up, they wake up. When they when they peak, those SOBs peak. When Alabama wants to be, they're the best team in the country. If they get up for their next two games, they're going to be the national champions. Yeah, and we keep talking about how there's more parity in college football. And then at the end of the day, if Alabama wins, it's just the same thing. So we'll see. They, they are the most – when they want to be the best team in the country, like Addison says, they got up for Ole Miss. They got up for Georgia, obviously. Um, I expect them to get up for the playoff games. I think that maybe Michigan or Georgia has a shot, but I don't think Cincinnati is going to stand a chance against them. Um, we'll find out. Who knows if Alabama is going to be on their A game or C game, though? You would think they would be on their A game for a playoff. Yeah. Um, a bunch of college kids. Addison, what are your take takes on the Pitt versus Wake Forest game? 45-21. I don't really have any. I thought Pitt would win. They did. Big story was Kenny Pickett's fake slide, whether it should be legal or not. I think it should be legal if you're athletic enough to pull that off without tripping or falling. Impressive. 
let them let the kids play, let the kids have fun. Um, Wake Forest, great story. They blow. Uh, Pittsburgh, I mean, they were playing for a lot in this game. Winner got to get got to go to the Peach Bowl, big deal. I love um, the game. So, Kenny Pickett got invited to New York because of this game. Yeah. Also, so did Hayden Hutchinson got invited because in his two biggest games that happened to be the last two games of the season, he crushed it. And so good for him. You can make an argument whether he deserves to be good there or not. He, he awoke in the biggest opportunity. I will say, fun fact about the Pittsburgh Wake Forest game, 35 points were scored in the first quarter, and the under still hit. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, pretty impressive. Did you flick your phone, Addison? I did. I dropped some chocolate on it. Yeah. That's... I dropped some chocolate on my phone, so I had to lick it off. Yeah. Or get a napkin, whatever your heart desires. Yeah. I didn't want to waste it. Right. All right. Championship Saturday. Let's go to the next topic. Coach. All right. Coaching carousel. Uh, we talked a little bit about this last week, Addison, but it's kind of starting to slow down. We kind of know where everyone's going to be. So I think um, give me your best hire, worst hire, and the one that you're most intrigued about. Well, I think there's only two on here head coaching jobs that had not been confirmed last week. Am I correct on that? LSU yes. and Oklahoma? Right. Uh, so LSU hired Brian Kelly. No, we talked about Brian Kelly a little bit. Was that confirmed? Yeah, we did. It was, yeah, it was Notre Dame and Oklahoma. Well, we had a special request. Wesley Rule, who we'll also talk about later, wanted to know our take on Brian Kelly's fake Southern accent. Oh, we, he did. He did. So we had a special request for this. I knew, I knew there was something we were missing. Yeah. Um, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I, I, people kept saying, I don't know if he's a good fit. I don't know if he's a good fit. And I was like, the guy can freaking coach. Who cares how yeah. well it is? The best fit's a winner, in my opinion, in any job. But if he comes in and is acting like that and sits down in some of these recruits' rooms in East Texas and Mississippi and Louisiana and tries to talk like that and act that way, act they're well. going to they're gonna keep, like he's some southern gentleman or something, like the yeah. like he's sitting on his front porch sipping sweet tea his whole life. Uh, it's insulting if you think about it. Yeah, you know? these kids are gonna these kids' parents are gonna kick him out of their house and say you're not playing for that that guy. I don't um, know. It's like they're gonna be really hospitable, but maybe not. My family. They won't, they won't be hospitable with someone being fake like that. That's fair. That's fair. It's, I think it's going to blow over. The memes are fine. and It's been fun. I and I laugh on them. His daughter is blown up on TikTok because she made a funny uh, video about how her dad left with when she's still trying to graduate from Notre Dame. And then she's like, I have to run on campus because I left. But <laughs> I still think Brian <laughs> Kelly is a great hire. And looking at this list of new coach hires, oh, one that didn't broke Addison was Mario Cristobal. We'll talk about that in a second. Brian Kelly is probably my favorite hire um, when I look at this list. I think he's going to do really well there. 
So we definitely we definitely talked about it last week. Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Uh, that's still my favorite hire. I think he's going to kill it at USC. But Did I just y'all see the awkward uh, USC conference video. That is was that so real? cringe. Is yes, that it's real. I thought the people in front they looked like they were like photo animated. It was. No, it was real. all real. That's real. Uh, they, those those are real cheerleaders dancing yeah. like yes. that at USC. Yes, those see, are I real. Thought, I thought it was fake. No, no it was real. <laughs> but also like the the stuff before that of like oh, him trying to meander his way up to the stage and talk was just like super awkward too just the whole situation was really cringe yeah no i thought that that was just like someone had photo edited that or video edited whatever and just put like that little band and there's three cheerleaders there like it just didn't look like i, I just didn't believe that they would do that they did that's it that, mm. Southern Cal, man. It's a different world out there. Yep. Levy going to Oklahoma's offensive coordinator. Like yeah, Oklahoma hired Brett. I like that a lot. That, that was not confirmed yeah. last week, I know. But, like, we – yeah. Um, I like that a lot, man. I think I think it's a good hire. I think Venables will kind of – we kind of talked about how they need to wake up to go to the SEC. I think he he's going to bring program stability, and I love Levy over there as well. Yeah. I'm going to be sad to see him go, but it's it's good for him. Like, it's the next move that he needed to make. Yeah, he's front. I mean, that's his alma mater. It makes sense mm-hmm. why he would go there, and um, I get it. I think everybody at Ole Miss, like you said, Thomas, sad to see him go, but we weren't – I don't think anybody was super shocked. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma went with a defensive head coach, got away from what they've kind of been known for. Um, if there's ever a time to rebrand right before going into SEC, now is the time. Um, they need to get better on the – play at the line of scrimmage. I think Venables can help them do that. Although, like, I know, like, I, I don't know if I'd ever really seen him without a hat before. He's a scary-looking dude. Yeah, he looks weird. He needs to keep wearing a hat. Uh, that's Have my recommendation ever, for him. There's he looks like a lizard. There's, like, a movie or a show or something uh, with, like, these oh, oh, like vampire-type oh, yep. characters. Hold on. He hold looks on. like what he looks like. Monsters, Inc., Lizard. Oh, that too. Yeah, he looks like the the purple lizard from Monster Deke. What's the character's name? I have no idea. The lizard that like yeah, Randall. Randall. He looks like Randall Boggs. Wow. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, he he looks like this like a lot. Yeah, that yep. You should look at that. It's great. Uh Mario Cristobal obviously going to Miami. The way that hole went down was Super shady. Um, so bad. Miami yeah. was just – Virtue, did you hear about how they hired Mario Cristobal? No. Okay, so their former head coach is Manny Diaz, right? And they basically told him, hey, you have a job unless we hire Mario Cristobal. So just keep doing your thing. Go and visit recruits. Keep working hard, man. Power to you. But if Mario Cristobal takes this job, you will be fired. So he had to, like, go visit recruits. Had to like, you know, go to the facilities, coach and everything, watch film, whatever, get ready for bowl season, all while thinking, yeah, they don't really want me here. That's kind of sad. Yep. What's he doing now? Uh, he's living a good life. He's getting paid $7 million to not coach. And then, and then what? He'll probably coach again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sounds good. If I was 
If I was Dabo Sweeney, I would hire uh, Diaz to be his Ooh. DC. Yeah, that'd be a very good hire. I think it would be a good fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, that's great. I didn't think about that, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Also, is Dan Mullen going to get a job? He was on I think, work the other night. I think he's going to – I've heard that he's going to be on TV for a year and take a break. What about uh, Coach Joe? Where is he? Oh, he wants to he, – he's – I don't think he wants to coach again. Um, yeah. Side note, just like a fun story about um, the Oklahoma. Like I've mentioned on the podcast before, my coworker Jessica is a huge Oklahoma fan. And one of my other coworkers, Madeline, um, had this brilliant idea. This was like when they were in the heat of trying to figure out who the coach was going to be. She, um, I work in a marketing agency, so we're pretty good at Photoshop. And mm. um she got one of our designers to Photoshop Coach O as the new with like a thing that's in Oklahoma. And um, she sent it in our Slack channel. And then she had texted me and was like, hey, right when I send it in, come in and be like, oh my gosh, did you hear the news? And so I came in, she, because she had just gotten off a meeting. So like she didn't have time to check Twitter or anything. And she was like, are you serious? And then like almost started crying. It was, it was pretty funny. Probably one That's of really uh, good. the best things. That's uh, really, that really good. So I love that. Uh, anyway, but back to back to the coaching carousel. I just thought that was um, a funny story to add. Could you do some Photoshop for me? Yeah, just send it over. What are you trying to Photoshop? I don't know, but if I ever need it, it's nice to have that. Virtue, <laughs> yeah. you know what you should do? What's up? You should uh, make a surge account and teach people how to Photoshop. That is a great idea. Speaking of surge, um, we should call on the surge line. Um, I actually know a ton of people that have been signing up for a surge account. Um, so if you don't know what surge is, it's the marketplace for conversation. Um, creators like like you and me, everyone has a passion, um, something that they um, know a ton about. And so you use, you create an account and make conversations with people and you, you get paid for it. Um, so I um, highly recommend everyone signing up. Uh, it's really easy. Um, just go to surge S U R J E.co and sign up and start making money for your conversations. Now. That's I was really it. proud of that transition guys. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. That, was, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Right, so they're, Believe it or not, guys, there is one game this week. It's always the week after conference championships. The game that, you know, means the most of this country. It's Army versus Navy. It's played in Pennsylvania. It's triple option. Hopefully there's snow in the forecast. I think Army is a seven and a half point favorite. I'm going Navy. I'm going Navy too. You know, rivalry game. I think it's going to be close. Addison, what are you thinking? I don't know. Go Army. What does your gut say? Go Army, beat Navy. Go Navy, beat Army. You have to pick one. I think Navy covers. Um, I'm going to pick America. Nice. All right. (laughs) Lots of insight right there from Addison. I have not seen Uh, a snap football from either team this year. So uh, one of them's eight and three, the other one's three and eight. I'm going to take the eight and three team. That would be Army. (laughs) I'm going to take Army. Okay. Also, the Heisman this weekend, right for the Army-Navy game. Um, 
think it's inevitable Bryce Young wins it. I just we can, we, we can talk about this if we want to, but I'm it's a stat award. Good for good for Matt him. Corral, man. He should win. And that's my hot take. I think Will Anderson should have won the husband. Did you see that statistic breakdown of Will Henderson versus Hayden Hutchinson? Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson sucks. Dude, um, Sam Williams has the same stats as Aiden Hutchinson. What is Aiden um, Hutchinson when, doing? When is the Heisman? It's Saturday night. Saturday. A hundred people will watch. They'll all be Michigan fans. What about the Alabama fans? They, they They're see used to it at this point. Yeah, they see Heisman winners all the time. So the worst thing is, is not only did Alabama beat Auburn, but the only thing that Auburn now or currently has over Alabama is, yeah, but we have more Heisman's with you than you. Three versus two. Last year, um, Devontae Smith won, so they're tied. And if Bryce Young wins, then they would no longer have that against Alabama. And so that's just a Auburn. Uh, you know what we have against Alabama? I found what? out today. Who's what? we? Ole Miss, sorry. We as yeah, you have three different we's, so it gets yeah, really Yeah, I know. I always say um, we. Ole Miss has more wins against Oklahoma than Alabama. That's right. We play that often. Heck, heck yeah, we do. I learned that today at lunch. So, um, we beat them in the 1999 Independence Bowl. Yeah, we beat them. Anyway, that was my fun fact about us versus Bama. Okay. We'll take whatever we can get. You're right. You are right. We're just excited <laughs> to go to the Sugar Bowl. We yeah, I'm pumped for the Sugar Bowl. I'm pumped. Ready to kill me. Awesome. I sure hope so. So, bowl season, Addison. Uh, it's the most magical time of the year, not only because of uh, Christmas and New Year's, but out-of-conference teams get to play each other for the first time since the first three weeks of the season. So, um, any games that excite you in particular, just looking at these? Um, no, so we have the whole list here. Um, there's 42 bowl games, which means there's 84 teams playing. They start December 17th, so obviously we'll break down some of these games more next week. Yeah. Uh, there's obviously open lines for all of them, um, mm -hmm. but they will change, obviously. Um, you know, it starts December 17th, Bahamas Bowl, Middle Tennessee and Toledo, Orlando for the Cure Bowl in Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina, Boca Bowl, Western Kentucky oh, App State, okay. you know, et cetera, et cetera. This list goes on and on and on. Some of these no-name teams. Yeah. University of Texas, El Paso. Got it. Yeah, come on. They're an 11-point Fresno State in the New Mexico Bowl on December 18th. One of the games that – or early games that intrigue me that we'll talk about next week is EYU versus UAB. Yeah. Mainly, you know, Birmingham guy. It's in Shreveport, Louisiana, and the Independence Bowl, which everyone's going to be glued to. But I wonder how BYU is going to come out being 10-2. and two. They beat Utah, obviously a decent team. Um, and then playing, the what, the third-best team in the state of Alabama – in UAB, you should go to that game. That's not that far of a drive for you. Shreveport, I will actually be in Birmingham December 18th. You could drive to Shreveport. 
I could drive to Shreveport from Birmingham. Yeah. How much? I'm not going to. UAV. If Miramont's there, I probably, I might, but we'll see. Actually, December 18th, it's Kathleen's debutante ball, so I can't. You can't miss that, yeah. Yeah, I can't miss that. Again, shout out to Kathleen. Congrats yeah, Virginia. <laughs> I will call you out every week. All right. Um, what other games, Thomas, are, are pretty interesting to you? Um, I guess December 18th, UL Lafayette and, B, and uh, Marshall play. Only reason I'm curious about this game is UL Lafayette's first game without Billy Napier. I'll throw it on and watch it for a little bit, but I was just kind of looking at the early games being like, what intrigues me? And that one yeah. kind of stuck out too. Um, I'll tell y'all the Hawaii bowl is always a, a bowl game that my family watches, um, with the Scots. So shout out to Drew Scott, if you ever listen to this. Um, but December 24th, we always, um, watch that game, Honolulu. I mean, who doesn't want to go to the Hawaii bowl once? Um, but Memphis, Memphis first, is going to be there. Hawaii, that's good for Memphis. I feel like they need to go explore. So, um, and it, they're actually playing Hawaii, which is crazy. That sucks for Hawaii. They, you're going yeah. to a bowl game and you're staying in Hawaii. Yes. Well, they, it's kind of, I don't know. That's probably fine with them. Honestly, they don't have to travel. Yeah. Who wants to no, leave get, Hawaii in December? You're right. No, no, no. I get, I get that. But part of the fun thing of going to a bowl game is seeing something new. Yeah. And Hawaii is awesome. I would love to be in Hawaii for Christmas Eve. That would be pretty cool. Uh, but that's just kind of my argument. Like they, it's bowl season. You're supposed to go somewhere that, you know, you don't play at usually. I would be kind of annoyed, but that's just. But imagine if Hawaii got like the Shreveport Bowl. No one's going to leave Hawaii. The Independence Bowl, man. Yeah. The best bowl around town, December 18th. Yeah, that one. Another good bowl uh, game. I'm partial because Tampa, Florida, but the Gasparilla, um, UCF. Um, oh, yeah, the Battle of Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Florida. an SEC team. Yeah, that's. I mean, now they all know what Tampa is, so like that's not going too far for them. But um, overall, Tampa's a fun place. It's really growing, so um, they don't have to go too far and. Think it'll overall. I think they both travel two hours, so that's um, pretty equal. So I think it'll be a, a good game for those Florida fans. And speaking uh, of yeah. speaking of teams that aren't going to travel too far, uh, Auburn's playing in the Birmingham Bowl. Nice. So a little fun fact about um, Alabama teams that play in the Birmingham Bowl: they don't stay in Birmingham. They take a bus like before the game, the day of. That game is usually a noon kickoff, so they'll be getting on the bus around, what, like 5.30, 6 a.m.? It is noon. Going over to Birmingham, playing in a game they don't really care about against a Houston team who finished 11-2. and It'll be a little upset there yeah. in the Birmingham Bowl. Houston's going to win this game. I can just feel it. It's going to be great. Houston's a three-point dog. Give me, give me Houston plus three. I would take that right now. I like it. I like it. You can. You can take it. Also, fun fact about December 28th, Birmingham ball is that game. Also, in Memphis, Tennessee, we have the Liberty Bowl. Texas yeah. Tech versus Mississippi State. Yeah, Mike which is playing his former team, but it's also 12 years to the day he got fired from Texas it Tech. Sure is. It's going to be amazing. Like, Mississippi State, I just by hearing that, I think Mississippi State's going to win this game. I think they'll probably cover, too. Yeah. That's you. pretty cool. They're very upset with getting the Liberty Bowl, though. I don't know how, how up they'll be for that game. 
Texas Tech might get them up. Texas Tech's building a good staff over there. A good they are. Team. They are. They they have a legitimate shot at landing Quinn Ewers. I think he's going to go for Texas because money, but they have yeah. a very legitimate shot at signing uh, Quinn Ewers, which would be huge for Texas Tech. Who comes up with the names for these bowl games? Ducks, Dukes, Mayo? Mayo Bowl. The Dukes Mayo Bowl is the the winning coach gets a tub of mayo instead of Gatorade poured on him, a tub of mayo. It's going to be like, amazing. Electric. Just like, I know all these, a lot of these are like sponsored, but like. Oh, Virtue, it's also a great Twitter account to follow, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. I mean, we're getting into the good bowl games now. Cheez-It Bowl, Clemson, Iowa State. Okay. Alamo Bowl. Virtue kind of made fun of me about this earlier, but if you told me Clemson and Iowa State were playing in a bowl game in the preseason, what bowl would you say they were playing in? Who, again? Before the season started, if you were to say Clemson and Iowa State were playing in a bowl game, what would you expect? Both were in the top ten in the country preseason. Um, I would Clemson. I would have guessed Peach Bowl. I would have guessed Peach. Yeah, like a, a New Year's Six. That's what I was thinking, too. Not Iowa State. But I don't know. And where are they now? They're playing in the Cheez-It Bowl. Oh. In Orlando, Orlando Florida. Florida. Oh, that's yep. fun then. Oh, no, should I go to the Music City Bowl? Um, Purdue versus Tennessee. Tennessee does not have to go too far. No, they don't. Them. What's the date on that? December 30th. I will you I will get- headed to the Sugar Bowl. Speaking of sugar. <laughs> Year six bowls. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about most of these bowls going forward, but yeah, let's go ahead and go to the New Year's six bowl. Um, Keach Bowl, Michigan State versus Pittsburgh. I feel like this has Pittsburgh winning. I think Pittsburgh definitely covers. I think they should be favorited strictly based off of Pittsburgh vertical threat with Kenny Pickett versus Michigan State's passing defense. Yeah. Addison? Yeah, I like Pittsburgh. Michigan State's pass defense is terrible. Pittsburgh's going to throw the ball around the ball. I, I love Pittsburgh here. I Pittsburgh. Love, love, love Pittsburgh here. Give me the point and a half. I'll take Pittsburgh. What? I love What are you Pittsburgh. typing? Yeah, I did too. I like that a lot. I'm just – yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm betting on that one. Lock it in. Locked in. Locked in. The Fiesta Bowl, Notre Dame versus Oklahoma State. Notre Dame gets two and a half points as a favorite. Uh, what are your thoughts, Addison? So, I think just because of the way the season ended, Notre Dame is going to get up more for this game. So, I'll, yeah. And a lot of times in bowl games, that matters a lot. So, I would lean Notre Dame. I'm kind of with you. I think Notre Dame, other than Brian Kelly leaving, most of their staff is – kind of staying intact. Marcus Freeman's going to kind of come out with his best foot forward, and the, I think Notre Dame's going to win. Plus, Oklahoma State lost in heartbreaking fashion. They think if they win, they would have made it to the playoff. I don't think the, I don't think so. I think Cincinnati still would have made it. But, yeah, this has Notre Dame winning just based off of the morale for both locker rooms right now. Yeah. Let's talk about the Rose Bowl. I'm Utah. Um, Ohio State um, has a spread of – Minus six and a half, and a half um, first 11 Utah. And I think they are motivated and Ohio state 
is Ohio State. And I'm really, I'm really pulling for Utah, especially with everything that's happened. Um, and this is their first Rose Bowl. So I think they're going to be pretty pumped and they get the parade and all that fun stuff. So I'm excited about this game. Yeah, I am too. It'll be a fun game. Addy, what do you think? Uh, which game? Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. Oh, um, I think Utah is going to win. Yeah. All right, y'all. So you, gotta, Sugar Bowl. you guys got to help us get Thomas Wilson to the Sugar Bowl. Um, so far, Addison and I are going. Um, um, I'm working on it. We're going to make it happen. So if you want to Venmo Thomas uh, to help him buy <laughs> the game. You don't have to Venmo me to go. I'm, I'm going. He can afford it. He works. Yeah, Whatever. I'm going. I work. I make money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited for this game. Um, It'll be a good one. It's Matt Corral's last game is an Ole Miss Rebel. Uh, you know, this team has talked about how they're, they're motivated for this. One last ride, I think, is what um, – not Lane, Matt Corral put on his Instagram story this morning. He's playing. Baylor's also a super motivated team. Great defense. They are the second least penalized offense in the country. Um, Ole Miss is definitely not even near that. If you watch their football games, they are ranked 126 in the country in penalties, in case you're wondering. I looked it up earlier. This is going to be an awesome game. And I'm I'm really excited for the Sugar Bowl. That's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. So I went to the Sugar Bowl once before in 2016, January 1st, 2016. I was there when Ole Miss won. Um, I love New Orleans. It's just a fabulous city. Very, very um, dirty, but fabulous nonetheless. So shout out to Mary Morgan Grantham. Uh, she's probably the one person watching this on YouTube. Or no, we have three. Cool. She said, um, I will get you to the Sugar Bowl, whatever I have to do. Morgan, oh, love you. Morgan. I'll be there. I'll be there. One of That's our, all I needed. One of our most popular followers. I didn't say that right. She's also been on the show. Well, she's she's, she's on our the number show. one. She, she gets it. She knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, Mo. Also, though. I'm excited. Mary Morgan, so. We also need a home field tailgate picture. So I, I kind of have to be there. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're ready for our Instagram, guys. Yeah. But it'll be fun. I'm I'm really excited for it. Uh, we'll briefly talk about the two playoff games, and then we kind of have some uh, some stories to tell. Uh, the Cotton Bowl in Arlington, Texas, New Year's Eve. Uh, Alabama gets 14 points versus the Little Cincinnati, the little engine that could. Finally, a Power Five team or a Group of Five team is making it to the playoffs. They did it. Everyone's excited, and I think Alabama's going to cover. I'll take the 14 points. Oh, no. The Orange Bowl is the day before the Sugar Bowl? Yeah, no. it's New Year's Eve. Virtue, oh, we're going to be together be okay. watching that game. We're going to be watching. We're going to be watching in New York. We're going to be watching it together. together. <laughs> Y'all. Baby Birch is going to Y'all are going to be cheering for Michigan with Will, and I'm going to be my baby, lone self cheering for Georgia. And then Baby Birch is going to be sipping on some hurricanes. It's going to be baby great. Baby Birch. Baby right, Bird is going to morph into Beerchi for the night. Yes. Um, Can we just like continuously give out all of Birchie's nicknames? Yeah. 
So fun fact for those listening that don't know me super well, throughout college, I was given one virtue is unique within itself, but I was given quite a few nicknames and that trend on Instagram was going around. So I thought it would be fun to do it and added my close friends to it. And um, yeah, so now all the boys know my nicknames and you will find them throughout the podcast, I guess. Go off, dude. Baby Birch. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Baby Birch, what do you think about this game? Um, the Cotton Bowl or the Orange Bowl? Cotton Bowl. Yeah, Birch, um, give it to us. Come on. That's a new one. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I think Alabama's going to beat Cincinnati. No brainer. I hope right. they don't. What about Michigan versus Georgia? Um, I'm really hoping for Georgia here. If they really, I hope it was a big wake up call and they come out on top. Um, I, I really don't have many words to to say because I'm a little more hesitant than I was um, previously. But yeah. it'll just be really disappointing, I guess. Um, is you know, you know how disappointment hurts worse when mm-hmm. somebody says that to you. You're like dang, I really dropped the ball. That's just how I feel. Like, I feel like I'm on the team and um, I dropped the ball. But you dropped the ball. You know, I need to have um, some more confidence in it. But, you know, and I if, if Will Halma wins with Michigan, happy for him. I'm sure we'll have an argument at one All point right. during the night. So. Do Okay, just do we think Will's going to bring his Jim Harbaugh jersey and wear it on New Year's Eve? Because um, I, I think he, I think he's going to. I feel I like he, he is. Would, I feel like he's a loyal yeah. fan. He's that kind of person who, um, likes to show that. So. Yeah, he will. I, I have faith in that. He will. Um, Addison, what about ah? Uh, there you go, Thank Birch. You well, what do you think about Michigan, Georgia? Um, I would lean Michigan to cover eight points. Whereas I agree I, with that. That seems like a lot of points for a Michigan team that's been playing extremely good on defense and extremely yep. on offense. They seem to be peaking at the right time. Georgia still doesn't have an elite offense. I, I don't know if they, they can beat Michigan by two possessions. Um, it just seems like it's going to be much closer than eight points. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. Nice. I, I like I like Michigan. I love the eight. matchup. I love yeah. the matchup. Mm-hmm. It'll Maybe be the best self game. Of the three, we'll get to watch. We will. Um, speaking of phone calls, um, Birchie, you, you have a story for us. I don't. <laughs> you have a story for us this week? Not me. Yeah. What's your story of the week, Birchie? Are y'all really going to make me tell this one? <laughs> ask them tell it. You want me to tell, tell it? it? Yep. No, Birchie, 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 you got to tell it. You got to tell it. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. Um, all right. So I'm sorry, Wesley, this is just happening right now. Um, I recently in September lost, um, all of my college phone contacts in my phone. Oh, Um, you're going to lead the story. Yes. I told y'all y'all could tell the story if you wanted to. And you said, um, and so I, yeah, so I guess this makes it less funny, but basically, yeah, I lost my, my contacts. Um, and 
I, we, I was put into a group chat about the sugar bowl and there was only one phone number I didn't have. And so I was feeling pretty confident. Like I knew everybody in the group chat so far, I'd all gone to college with them. So I'm like, all right, this has got to be somebody like I know well from college. And, um, I called, I was, I was just like, instead of texting him, I'll just call the number. And I called it and I put it on speaker and none other than Wesley Rule, great guy. He answered the phone and was like, hello. Or he's like, Hey, Virgie, I can't even remember. And I was like, Hey, like, who is this? I lost my, my phone contacts. And he was like, Virgie, it's Wesley. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Hey, anyway, <laughs> really funny and awkward and i'm sorry that happened wesley and that <laughs> so I was like, the sugar bowl y'all can explain your side of the story but wesley no. wesley texts me yes last night and goes Where well i just got a call from birchie <laughs> i just got a call from birchie she got a new phone and my name didn't pop up with the numbers so she called it you could hear the laughter in the background as soon as i said it was wesley damn is what wesley said <laughs> No one was laughing in a bad way. It was all, it was just funny. And I don't, yeah. Oh, man. Addison, do you have any thoughts on that story? Um, that's pretty much it. That was, this is, it's pretty funny that. Did you save his number? I did save his number. So all right, he has it. Anybody need Wesley's rules number, just let me know. I got it. We can, I can send it to you. So. Perfect. Perfect. Um, uh, Thomas, do you have anything exciting you want to share over the past week? I didn't really have anything super notable happen. Um, just kind of hung out. Get to go to Birmingham a, a week early before Christmas, which I'm really excited about. See some family. Other than that, just kind of same old, killing it in D-Town. What about you, Daddy? Um, well, I'll start with I went to a Christmas parade on Monday. First Christmas parade I've been to in a while. And uh, I, I went and kind of met up with my boss and his children, and he has a, his son's hilarious. And uh, people were they're throwing candy, obviously. Well, my boss's son is picking up candy, and the next float that comes by, he's throwing the candy back to him and hitting him with it. Uh, that was funny. I guess you had to be there. A lot funnier. That um, is pretty funny. My That's next funny. story. My next story is so my mom a little background she's very 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 conservative very in like a little bubble sheltered you know like not very worldly at all which is good I would I would say this is probably good things for her very sweet woman um so I have on I, I turned on tonight Yellowstone yeah no spoilers and, no spoilers well, a lot of well, I'm, I'm like not, three episodes. I'm like three episodes behind. Yeah, I am too. So this is not a spoiler. It's, I'm not going to have any spoilers or anything. But okay. everyone that watches Yellowstone knows Beth Dutton. If you don't know Beth Dutton, she is the daughter of a rancher. She's very vulgar. She's uh, an icon. She's she's an impressive woman, I guess you could say in in many ways, but also kind of scary. So she is cussing and using vulgar language um she made she made she was using some vulgar language um yeah some stuff that had to do with 
sex objects. Okay. Um, ah, okay. Um, anyways, Spit it out. Spit it out. No. So my mom is sitting here, and I, I just turned it on. Like the show's been on for like thirty seconds, and this quote comes out of my mom's mouth: "What are you watching? That sounds like it should have been a line from a Drake song." <laughs> okay, it's pretty funny. And if you know my mom, it's very, very funny. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. I like that. Because I didn't even know my mom knew who Drake was. Oh, you said Drake. Drake. Yeah, cool. That's funny. Also, um, mm, this probably isn't funny at all either, but uh, <laughs> my mom walks in also and uh, she hands me this. I don't want, I don't to, want to see that. This is a back scrubber. <laughs> That's, That's a, a weird, weird. back scrubber. Yeah. If, you, 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 if you're watching, I don't know if you can read it. It says silicone back scrubber. It's a pink back scrubber type deal. Hey, she just cares um, about you. Your mom's looking out for you. This yeah. is not this. She, she got me one, but she walks in. And first thing she does, like literally it hasn't even said hello to me. And I'm sitting on the couch. She walks into my house. Um, doesn't even knock. And um, she hands me this. That's it's so a, sweet of her. It's a silicone back scrubber. No, no, no. It gets, I, I think this is funny. She goes, um, I got this. You can give it to Mary Morgan for Christmas. Mm. My girlfriend. <laughs> a back Are you going to give that to Mary Morgan? Because yeah, now Mary, she knows. Mary Morgan, you're going to get this for Christmas if you're listening. I'm sure you the are. The surprise is over. And I just started laughing at my mom. And uh, she goes, what? It's, a, it's just a back scrubber. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. She's like, well, no one can scrub their back. That's a great gift to give someone. That is so sweet and thoughtful um, of your mom. Sounds like your mom always has your back. You know who always has our backs? Our loyal fans. So shout out to y'all mm. for listening this far um, and sticking with us. Um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HFT underscore official. Also follow us on Instagram. We just got an Instagram homefield underscore tailgate. Um, follow us on there. We're about to start posting a lot and we'll uh, update. You can find the latest episode in our bio. Um, yeah. Follow us on Spotify so you can be notified on new episodes every Thursday and we will see y'all next week. <laughs>